Yummy chips and salsa. I didn't see any of those. You know, we had an accident the other day, Chef AJ. I made I made a bunch of taco shells, but <gasps> forgot to form them. And woke, woke up the next day, I was like, "Oh, I forgot to form them." So look, that's at that. so cool. Now you have tostadas. Oh, hey, everyone, hello, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Today is the second Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for episode nine of. Feeling great with Lissa and Nate, and they're going to be making some spooky, raw, vegan Halloween burgers from her wonderful raw vegan burger book. Welcome them to the show. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey. We are great. We're really super excited for this one because who doesn't love burgers? Oh, man. I'm excited. Yeah, your, your burger book is just so beautiful. Yes. So this is the print version. And people can get the digital one by following the link to either of our stores in the description, the show notes. Show this that is, cover. Yeah, check it out. Oh my It's gosh. got the proof on it because we always keep the proof. <laughs> but yeah, raw, vegan, delicious. There's 144 recipes in here, 60 burger patties. There's low fat ones. There's higher fat ones. There's sauces. There's toppings. There's sides. Mm. This is a really fun book. And the recipe that we're making today is not in the book. It's a very special one that we made just for your show, Chef uh, AJ. Um, but anyone who wants more burger recipes, they're in the book. Wow. You're so prolific. <laughs> Definitely. She's a, she's what I call a UHP, an ultra high performer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you come up with all these recipes, but they're all winners. And I think I told you I was just a true north and they have a commercial dehydrator now because they bought your wrap book. So cool. I know that's so really cool. cool. That's a yeah. that's a huge that's an honor. honor. Huge totally. honor. I yeah. know. I, they didn't make any when I was there yet, but he's working on it. Nice. Nice, nice, perhaps. Yes, I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, let's get started. You yeah. want to make the patties? I'm into it. I'm into it. So, what we have yeah. here is we're uh, the raw foodies oven is the dehydrator. And we were just talking, Chef AJ, about ovens. And some people don't even have ovens in their house. It's kind of interesting. But, yes, yeah, so the raw foodies oven is the dehydrator. So, we've got our dehydrator sheet that we're going to be putting these on. And uh, I'm just going to pull up my recipe. And now, if you guys are like me, Sometimes it can be kind of overwhelming when you look at a recipe and there's many lines to read, but the best thing to do is just take it one line at a time. And uh, I've laid out everything that I need for the burgers over here. We've got everything we need for the sauce over here. So we've done a little bit of leg work already, but yeah, we'll just move through one line at a time. <laughs> one line at a time. That's the best. And I love that you mentioned that because some people see a raw recipe or a recipe with lots of ingredients and they're like, it's too overwhelming. So they don't even bother making it, but it's like, right. Oh, well, like, look at here, thing? all these yeah. seasonings, this here for some individuals, especially say in the raw community, it can kind of frighten people. All of these different ingredients are these, these uh, spices, but man, it, that really just makes such an amazing difference to the meal. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. does. The flavor combination. And because this is like, a Halloween inspired kind of fall, autumn flavored yeah. mix. We've got to have all the good spices, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to use the S blade in our food processor. We've got the Cuisinart 14 cup 
food processor. This is another key piece of equipment in the raw kitchen. And I'm just going to start tossing everything in here. This is what we're going to make the pate for the burger patties in. Yes. So we're going to start with. I'm just ahead. curious. What? Sorry. What are raw people? What raw folks like you do for Halloween? Like, do you? What do you hand out? Carrots or? Well, we live in a high rise, and to even come up to visit any of the floors, you have to be rung up. They call you and say, hey, someone's here to visit you. Do you want them? You know, which is kind of nice because we're not being solicited or anything. So we don't have trick-or-treaters here. Um, and if we did have trick-or-treaters. Actually, the first couple of years that I was raw, mm -hmm. I would give away, like, I had these, like, little glow sticks that I would, that you just break and they glow. So they glow in the dark outside at night. And I had stickers. So I like cut up all the little stickers and I'd give them stickers and glow sticks and little toys. Glow sticks are fun. Yeah, glow sticks were fun because it was dark out. So they would snap them and then play with them and stuff. Yeah. So that's stickers. what I gave away. Stickers, stickers were cool. fun too. Because cool. I always liked getting something other than candy right. when I'd go trick-or-treating because you're already getting a lot of it. So I would be like, oh, look, there's like this cool little toy or whatever inside the bag. That's what I like to do. Glow away. sticks and stickers. Pretty <laughs> awesome. All right. That's a great suggestion for everyone. Hmm. So what I've put in here so far is uh, a couple of dates pitted, of course. Make sure you pit your dates. It'll ruin the batch if you don't. <laughs> a couple of cloves of garlic. And then I just threw in a uh, one whole carrot. It's basically one cup. Now, what's cool is Lissa has... Dialed, dialed it into where the weight is in there. So it really makes it nice, you know, that way you can get the recipe just exact when you're using the kitchen scale. Um, but we've made this a couple of times. So I've kind of got it like eyeballed out and that's kind of fun too. After you make a recipe a few times, you can kind of just eyeball it. Yeah, like I want it a little bit more carroty or a little bit more now, parsley. <laughs> one thing that we don't have that the recipe calls for is radishes. So Ooh, we're yes. not going to have radishes in this one because we, we use the radishes. You know what we could use instead? We could put a sunchoke in. Ah, beautiful. Let's do See? that. Brilliant. A sunchoke would be amazing. Yes. Yeah, amazing. I love that idea. So this is sunchoke time, and we try to have sunchokes in our diet every um, day if we can. Now look at these, you guys. This here is a sunchoke. This is kind of like, it looks like it would be ginger, yeah. but it's, it's the root of a sunflower. Yeah. A, a particular kind of sunflower, not your typical, like, big, massive sunflower. I'm not sure the name yeah, of Yeah, they're just, like, a, in the sunflower family. Um, they're, like, little mini, like, the mini flower, daisy sunflower kind of thing. Now, but if you don't really well. If you don't eat a lot of high-fiber foods, mm -hmm. this would be something you'd want to start slow with, like, just the tiniest little bit, like, grate it just to kind of help build the bacteria within your gut, your gut microbiome, to be able to handle these kinds of things in the raw state. Some people, a lot of people use them uh, and cook them. Mm -hmm. So, but we eat them raw and they're totally fine to eat raw. Um, these are nice and clean so we can just grade them. But since we're food processing, I'm not even gonna grade them. I'm just gonna chop it a couple of times and toss it in. Yeah, so these are really high in inulin. And inulin is a prebiotic good for the bacteria. That's why a lot of people get can get a lot of gas when they're eating these if they don't normally eat them. So that's why Nate was suggesting like just start small. Like if you really, really have issues, just start with like this much, like really just this much, just take off a little end, the tiniest, the bit. tiniest bit or like this much, Yeah, you know, you take off a little end 
And that way, if you do it more consistently over the days, the weeks, the months, then you can work up to more. But if you're, if you're, you know, eating like a whole bunch all at once, of course, your gut bacteria is going to be like, whoa, whoa, that's yeah. a little much. <laughs> right. Like the guy that we got those from at the farmer's market down in LA, he's like, how do you guys eat them? And we're like, we just grade them into a salad or blend them up in a dressing or we'll chop them up, marinate them and freeze them. And then when they thaw out, we'll toss them in our soup and they have a really nice texture. And he's like, man, he's like, I was just having, you know, a lot of <laughs> uh, trips to the bathroom. And we're like, oh, this is classic because, you know, you don't, if you don't eat a lot of raw food, uh, you know, that's one of the things that you can kind of expect in a lot of ways. I just wanted to show you guys, these are the sun-dried tomatoes we're tossing in. Um, they have different ones. This is Italian basil. They have different flavors, but these are oil-free sun-dried tomatoes. We love them and we get it at our local store. Mm -hmm. So we did that. gives a nice flavor to the nice. So we have a half cup of sun-dried tomatoes. Moving on down the list, what do we have here? A small sweet onion. I got a sweet Ooh, onion here. Sweet onion. So there is a difference between the sweet onion and then the other ones like the brown or the white or the red. The sweet onions are a little less intense and they work really well for like the wraps, for example. And they're a lot easier for people to eat than some of the other onions. But they look really similar to yeah. like a, a yellow onion. Mm -hmm. Another name that they go by is Vidalia or Vidalia onion. So if anyone's looking for them, I know we bought a whole bunch of them at Costco. So Costco has sweet onions. Winco has sweet like onions. There might be like a season too. Yeah. They might be a little harder to find sometimes, but... One trick would be to talk to your produce manager and let them know, hey, I'd really like to get some sweet onions if they don't have any sweet onions. But yeah, they definitely are different. They taste different than a regular yellow onion. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on down, what do we have next? A quarter cup of fresh parsley. So we've got some fresh parsley here. Now I just like to kind of tear it off of the stem. I just kind of, I mean, a little stem in there, I don't mind, you know, and you can do your parsley however you like if you want to take the time to chop off each leaf or whatever, but we're just <laughs> going to toss in, you know, I mean, of course, a lot of stems are not going in there. All right, next up, we're going to do the raw pumpkin. So we've got the little pumpkins this time of year. The pumpkins are in stock uh, in the grocery store, so it's kind of fun to get these pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And this is only calling for um, a quarter. No, no, sorry. Where am I at? Where am I at here? I'm losing my place. Uh, parsley, <laughs> pumpkin seeds. Where is the pumpkin? Okay, here it is. A cup and a half of fresh pumpkin. And I did put the weight on there, so we could Let's weigh, weigh it. it out. Let's weigh it out because so, we don't really use pumpkin terribly, you know, terribly much. So don't really have this eyeballed out really yet. And this is one of those the pie pumpkins. So I'm going to take in the pumpkin pie ones. They're a little softer, yeah. I find. We'll just scoop out the seeds. Now, of course, another cool thing, if you are have the time, it's it's nice to be able to take these seeds and do something with those. I mean, I remember there was quite a bit of times in several years, we would take the seeds and clean them up real good and then make a little marinade and uh, bake them in the oven and have, you know. You uh, could dehydrate them. Yeah, too. you could dehydrate them. We haven't done that in a while. We don't really use pumpkin too often, but we thought we'd, Try to go for something kind of festive, you know, for this time of year. And I'm not even going to use that. I can tell that. <laughs> oh, wow, that must be hard to cut it, that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not even going to use that. That is just like so 
these these here are really i mean any pumpkin of course is pretty hardy but yeah these really and it's cool we got a couple of the little the little pumpkins for decoration it's just nice this time of year i think it's so cool how i feel like we all are somewhat designed in a way to be ready for sweater weather, you know? Right, yeah. And uh, here we are in Las Vegas, it's almost 100 degrees today. <laughs> so sweater weather is still a little ways away. I'm just gonna kind of help the food processor up by chopping this up a little bit more. Be careful when you're chopping, of course. So here, oh, we were gonna weigh it. So oh, okay. no, no, <laughs> here, let's weigh it. I can pull it out, there's like okay. a few chunks here. What was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be 100, 200 grams. So let's see how close we are with just that one little uh, slice that we got there. No, we need a whole nother slice because that's only 99 grams. Oh, okay. so we need double. So that's another, that's a really good thing that we did that because yeah. it really goes to show that we don't really know how much we need. And that will alter the recipe completely. Yeah, so we definitely have to add more to get the weight, and especially if anyone is out there making the wraps, the weights are so super important to follow so that you get the proper um, amount of wrap when you're making the wraps. I know it's a little deceiving with the pumpkins too because you're scooping out most. Yeah, totally. These ones here, I know when we get into the middle of it, there's not really much. And you there. can totally blend up some of the inside too if you really want sure. to. Yeah, definitely. Okay, this is definitely not going to be. 100 grams oh look at it, it is perfect that's 199 all right so, so we did it perfect we'll just bring the camera back up here perfect mm -hmm. well done <laughs> all right so there we go get the pumpkin in there sweet i'll toss this here and look how pretty that is in there that's nice We're getting all the different colors there's some green and orange white red that's a big food processor which one is it and what size is it it's the cuisinart that's the cuisinart 14 cup now they have uh newer models out nowadays and you know we've thought about maybe upgrading but the thing is just running so strong they're really great machines so yeah we've been i've been using this thing for about eight years and um yeah, you know the food processor is probably something that we use like at least at least once a week, I'd say. It's mm -hmm. nice, you know, when you're doing stuff like this or maybe you're making a slaw or something. Mm -hmm. Again, if you don't need a lot of raw food, you know, of course, this is, this is gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna help, you know, help you clean out. This here, what I love too is just the colors. Mm -hmm. Like this is just pure, beautiful colors in there. I love that. All right, so moving on down the line here, what do we got here next? We're doing pumpkin seeds. So quarter cup raw, quarter cup. Okay. raw pumpkin seeds now, of course, we could have soaked those, but maybe you're just like, man, you can make some burgers real quick. Not going to hurt, you know, if, if they aren't soaked, but it is good practice to soak them. All right. Next thing we're doing the three cloves of garlic. I already put those in there. Then we've got two tablespoons of fresh rosemary. Ooh, ooh, fresh rosemary. I'll get those. And you yeah. know, we just, I went to, uh, three stories trying to find fresh rosemary <laughs> for the show and we went over to our friend's house for a game night last night and they have a massive bush of rosemary didn't realize that they had that and so they picked us a bag of herbs and we have all this rosemary <laughs> that we got from them too and i'm like dang i just like 
jaunted around town trying to find rosemary. It was actually Trader Joe's, which we don't really go to Trader Joe's very often. Um, that hardly ever. I think we've only been there twice since we've been here over two years. But, right. Uh, they luckily they had some fresh rosemary, and it was it was nice. It was you could see that they just stocked the shelves of their fresh herbs because mm -hmm. everything was looking really good. And so I, you can do two tablespoons like chopped. I'm just taking everything off one sprig because I kind of like a lot of rosemary. And I've got so. a, ta a tablespoon of miso going in here. That. That's probably going to be good. I just kind of splattered a little bit there. Sorry. So we've got some miso and then we like to get the reduced sodium miso. If you can find reduced sodium, that's kind of helpful. You know, you're watching your salt intake. Mm -hmm. Okay, next thing we've got a tablespoon of psyllium husk. Yes, and this is this is the powder we're using. You can use um, the husk or the powder. Uh, like it's be it's best to use the powder for the wraps. For the burgers, you can use the husk or the powder. Yeah, and it was actually we need a tablespoon, tablespoon of, chia. of chia. Now we're going whole chia. Yes. We're not blending up the chia. A lot of times, what we'll do is you know using say for doing the wraps. These two in conjunction together. Is it these two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, not flax. Or flax. Or it flax. depends. Some recipes call for flax, but you can use chia and flax interchangeably. So but we'll grind it in a coffee grinder, but if it gels up a little different if it's not ground up. So mm -hmm. we've got it in there. Okay, what's next? next? Up. Chia seed. Okay, now we're getting into the seasonings here. So let me turn these around so I can see what's going on. <laughs> I tried to display them out for you guys. Kind of nice here. We've got quite a few of them, and this is going to be a, a fun and tasty burger. Okay, so let's start down the line. We're going thyme, teaspoon of thyme. Teaspoon of thyme. I think you got a teaspoon of that teaspoon. Okay. Okay. A teaspoon of thyme. And then we're doing a half a teaspoon of mustard powder. A little mustard powder in there. All right. Keep them kind of separate there. <laughs> Okay, ground clove we're doing next. Okay. This one here is a half a teaspoon of clove. Half teaspoon? Right here. Oh, I was gonna do clove quarters. <laughs> and then we also have a half teaspoon of marjoram. How do you say it? Marjoram? Marjoram, not marjoram. <laughs> marjoram. You, put, you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Are you guys going to dress up for Halloween? Um, oh, good question. You know, I don't know. We actually might maybe be going to LA with John Kohler, possibly. Uh, we're just like kind of waiting to get <laughs> able to. So I don't know if we will, but I don't know. Yeah, Halloween is like totally really our favorite. Is that really something that we really, yeah, like celebrate? I know some people spend, you know, they're really creative and they spend all year thinking about the costume awesome. or they spend yeah. a couple months getting there. I, I love that. It's really cool. But, you know, it's never, it's funny because both Liz and I, when we got together, we're like, you know, getting to know each other in the very beginning. Like, you know, Christmas is our favorite and, you know, <laughs> Halloween's like, you know, but not to poo-poo like people's Halloween fun. Yeah, because it's so cool to see it on so costume. Cool. It's just not something that we've ever really been like really yeah. into. So we did a uh, half a teaspoon of ground sage. Now we're doing a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. I just ground that pepper there. Now we're doing the allspice. This is a quarter teaspoon of allspice. Allspice, one of my favorite spices. It's really good for the microbiome as well. And it goes good with dill. Oh, 
And then we have the cinnamon that we got from you, Chef A. Yes, right? this is the cinnamon so we got from you. Eight teaspoon of cinnamon. So there it is. There's all the little flavors and seasonings. And that's really going to make this burger just so amazing. So look at there. I mean, it's nothing but just real whole food. It looks beautiful. And just that's one of the things I really love about raw food is just the look of everything. It's so pretty. And, mm -hmm. Okay, so what we'll do is we're just going to blend this up on top of the, the food processor. Now, this food processor, the way that this fits on, you can actually see the shape of this little top mealy bobber and you can line it up, right? So that way the blade doesn't come up with everything when you're trying to push it on. We're going to lock it in and then we're just going to blend it into our pate. Here we go. Okay, so I'm going to take, got to do this a couple times. Smells incredible, by the way. I wish you guys could smell. And we're just going to get that back down there. Let it go a little bit more. Gotta do this just a couple times just to get it kind of ground nice. Do you guys often put a burger in one of your wrap wraps? I don't think they can hear me. What was that? Do you often put burgers in wraps? Yes, we have. We actually did that um, on, on our Sunday. on Sunday. Actually, we did them on Saturday. Saturday, yes, we made them on Saturday, wrapped them on Saturday, ate them on Sunday. I would say that's pretty good. I mean, if you guys can see here, look at there, it's pretty ground up, really nice. Yeah. So the next stage is to pop this this guy off here. I like to take the the blade out, scoop the stuff off the blade, and then what we'll do. To portion this out correctly. Now, if you can, the best thing to do is to rinse everything right away. Like, look at this blade here. See, it's, everything is moist and wet, so it'll be really easy to rinse clean. If you let it sit there and dry on there, then you actually have to soak stuff and scrub stuff, which I just don't like doing dishes. I don't think anybody does. The dishes never end. They never end. Like laundry. It's a never-ending thing. Okay, so here is what we like to do to make these burger patties is we use an ice cream scooper. Now this ice cream scooper is a quarter cup, basically what it turns out to. And it has the little, you know, Billy Bobber to, to kind of clean it or uh, get, kick the, the, the mixture off. Now I'm gonna start right in the center and we're just gonna make these, these are just gonna be the patties. And you can make the patties as big as you want, but this works out to be a nice size patty. And they do really work well in the wraps. Like, yes. They really are nice and filling. Like, oh my gosh. Awesome. It was so nice to have those. We did like a falafel for a Sunday. Yeah, it's in the, it's with the V8 wrap recipe. Oh, so it's good. called the veggie filling. It was so good. Yeah, and they're really filling. So now for the last little bit, for those of you guys who maybe don't know how to do these kinds of things, I know a lot of you do, of course, but I just like to use the spatula, get everything back down there. Now we can get the last couple here. And look at here. Fill it up perfect. Nine. And yeah. the reason being, I didn't weigh the ones that we made. And I only got eight, but it makes nine perfectly. <laughs> so this last one might be a little bit bigger. And of course, not a big deal at all. But if it makes maybe. nine and there's two of you, then who? there's an odd number. 
<laughs> yeah, I know it. And then we have to split that last one. Yeah, we split it in half. <laughs> yeah. But here is the patties. They're ready to be flattened. So, right. so forming them. Yeah. We'll just here, I'll do this front one first here. So you just kind of, this is this is the part that takes just a little bit of time. You know, just get them formed up however you like them. If you like them round or if you want them oval or maybe you want them square. Speaking of square patties, I remember Wendy's. I was, yeah, I was going to say back when I back when I ate, you know, that kind of stuff. It was so interesting the square patty that Wendy's had. So there you go. And now the thickness of these things, you know, if you make them a little thinner, they will dehydrate out a little bit quicker than if they're a little thicker, obviously. But that's basically it. There, you know, just you just kind of have to take a little bit of time to. Get them spread out. Yeah, and some people like to do it with their hands, but we find the spatula to be a lot easier and cleaner. I like to do it with my hands, but then when I watch myself on video, I'm like, that looks gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not bad with the hands, but yeah, you can definitely feel like you can get a bit. You can get more creative with yeah, the spatula and more flat. Like there's something about right. a hand formed patty. <laughs> Now this smells incredible. And look at that. You guys saw what went in there. It's just nothing but all kinds of good stuff. Right. And we can flatten the rest later. We yeah. Show them what they look like after. Okay, so, so let's let's we'll stop after this one here. And what we did was we know, made some already. We did it like the professional cooking show where we have got the casserole ready to come out of the oven. You know, if we we're to do the casserole, they make the casserole and they're like, all right, here. Here's the done ones. We've got the done ones already ready that we did yesterday. And I'm really excited to try these because this is a new recipe. So I have not, both listen, I have not even had these yet. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a first time they for it. They smell amazing. They? they do. So there's right. those patties. Yay. So this is where you just pop them in the dehydrator. Trash can. <laughs> Watch out, trash can. All right. Oh, we've got some wraps in there too. Yeah. So there's the done ones. Look at the difference between the two. You can see, you know, that they do kind of uh, dry down a little they bit. They dry down a little bit, but a nice patty. Mm -hmm. Oh, bring out one of the wraps. I'll just slip this in here. We can't forget to. Yeah, we can't forget to form those, yeah. but check it out. So these yeah. ones we made with pumpkin. We put pumpkin instead of the sweet potato. Because yeah. there was just extra pumpkin, we're like, let's mm. just try, and, and it worked really nicely. So. Yeah, those are going to be really nice. Mm -hmm. Totally done, ready to go. So yeah, here's the burgers, and we're going to get working on the sauce next. Sauces. Yes, because we need a sauce for our burger. All good burgers need mm. sauce, and you could do any sauce that you really want to. Um, you don't have to do this specific one, but we do have recipe in the show notes that you can look at and follow along if you want to. So first up, we're going to start with a quarter cup of lime juice. So Nate already has this lime juice ready for me here. So there's a quarter cup of lime juice. This one also calls for a little miso too. So I've got the miso here. Nice. So then we've got a quarter cup of hemp seeds. Mm-hmm. Are you short or is your counter high? 
This counter is high. This I was going to say, because looking at you now, I'm like, did she get short all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, this is one of those um, NSF like wire shelving. And they come where you put, you know, it's, it's basically two parts. Like you have the legs you put together. So this is half. And this is actually what we, um, you know, have in the, uh, in the office to do the microgreens on. Like I'll put the trays together on here. But we got this wood counter. So that also raises it up like another couple inches. And uh, but it really does make it nice, especially for this kind of an event, you know, uh, like to this. Be able to show everything really nice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm also not wearing shoes, which might make I'm just bare, well, socks. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got four dates that are going in there now. Hit it. Make hit sure it. you hit your dates. And oh my garlic. How many times we've messed stuff up by having one pit that just happens to get in there somehow. And then there's hot Thai chili. So you can add as little or as less that you want. Um, we're just going to cut off the top just, yeah. for those. We've um, been eating quite a few of these Thai chilies lately. It's been really nice just to have the tiniest little A little bit, bit of heat. heat. Yeah. That's the spicy part of the spooky and spicy version. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be spicy. we got four of them there. Mm -hmm. So we've got a tablespoon of nutritional yeast. That's an optional ingredient. You don't have to use it. Um, well, like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar here. We've got the brag. Yep, we've got. The I don't know if any of you guys know about the uh, mandala. What is it? The mandala. mandala? The mandala yeah. effect, mandala. where it says brag now, but I always remember it brags growing up, <laughs> and supposedly that's never been brags. It's always been brag. I know. I always thought it was. And brags I'm like, no way. <laughs> but it's cool because this has the mother. So one trick, if you guys don't use a lot of apple cider vinegar, I like to put it upside down. Make sure you shake it up and. Get all that mixed up, which we already did before the show. Mm -hmm. Got a tablespoon of miso okay. and a jalapeno. So for the jalapeno, if you don't like it spicy, take out the seeds and the pith. And don't put the gloves. <laughs> and don't put the Thai chilies in there. Yeah, and don't put the Thai chilies. So it really depends on like how much heat you like and can tolerate. We like, we like it. Spicy. We like a lot of heat, but the <laughs> other night I made some soup. Food. Oh, and yes. I was like, you know what? I'm just feeling like I want I want it hot tonight. And I put in eight <laughs> of those Thai chilies and it ruined it. Like it was too hot for the two of us to actually enjoy and eat the whole thing. Like neither one of us could finish. It was just too hot. <laughs> yeah. So there is a fine line. There's a fine line. <laughs> we have a teaspoon of onion powder, which is one of our favorite uh, ingredients. Then we have a quarter teaspoon of mustard powder. Got the mustard here. Okay. And while you're doing that, I will put in the black pepper. Just grab mm -hmm. it here. A little fresh black pepper. Yeah. And a quarter teaspoon of cayenne. Now, again, you could totally go by taste and you can always add more spice. So start slow or start with no. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can always add more. Can't take it away. Can't take it away. It's like if you're into woodworking. You can't measure three times you, before you cut. Yeah, because you can't stretch the board <laughs> if you cut it too short. So yeah, definitely be careful, be mindful of the heat, you know, the heat stuff. But yeah, we do like it hot. And that's that's it. We just yeah. have a little water. So now we add a little bit of water. I like to say start, you could it depends on how thick you want your dressing. So if you want it to be thin, start with a quarter cup or a half a cup of water. What do we got here? Or sorry, if you want it thick, start with a quarter cup or half a cup of water. If you want it thinner, you could start with half a cup to one cup. You can always add more water again, just like spice. You can always add more, but you can't really take the water away. So if it gets too thin, 
then you have thin dressing, but you can always add water. So I put a half a cup of water in there. And while Nate's doing that, I'm going to cut the some of the things I'm going to peel the cucumber for our burgers. I'm going to slice up the red onion and we have Bubby's pickles. These are actually fermented. It's the only fermented pickle yeah. that we can find out there. We like to ferment our own, um, but mm -hmm. sometimes it's nice to just, you know, we don't have any that's ready to go because we eat them. Uh, so we get these bubbies and gosh, they are so good. This one here is the spicy style mm -hmm. and my mouth's watering just talking about it. <laughs> We've got to keep them refrigerated, but they are a living food, a fermented food. It's living food. So we do like to incorporate some living foods into our raw diet as well. And these pickles, I'm seriously just salivating. I know. It's not salt. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cut some pickles for both of us. And like I said, the red onion and the cucumber. We also have some microgreens. And then Nate is going to show how we do the lettuce bun. So I'll bring the camera in and show everybody how he does the lettuce buns, the famous lettuce buns. Famous lettuce buns. So I don't know if you guys can hear, um, I have a vacuum going over here because we're vacuuming out the air that is um, in the Vitamix craft. So basically we're gonna be blending under vacuum, which is a really cool thing because the sauces come out thicker, creamier, less oxidation, so they'll last longer. Uh, but trying to find a vacuum blender is kind of tricky. This particular one that we have, they don't sell anymore. They discontinued it, but there are a couple other companies. Do you remember there was a... Um, there's Dynapro. The Dynapro and then that Kubings. new one, Kubings. Yeah. But I mean, of course, it's an investment, you know, but it really does make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. All right. Lisa, what's that red thing on your counter? Kind of maroon. It's, do you know what I'm talking about? All right. Oh, what? We Sorry about that. <laughs> it's to the left of the stove. There's something kind of like maroon. Oh, this. Oh, yeah, so yes. we like, actually, while I was blending that dressing, I was actually just drinking a little bit here. My, uh, We've got these, uh, you know, nice uh, thermos style bottles, but this is, this is a spritzer maker. So basically it's, you know, a CO2 cartridge in the back, which you can um, just exchange for a full cartridge. I believe they're about $30, but when you bring the empty one back, it ends up being about $15. And so this here, this unit here, what it does is you just put your water in here, press the button, you know, a couple of times on top and it makes uh, like soda water, uh, you know, carbonated water. Yeah, we'll add lemon, Lime, well, sometimes orange. Yeah, grapefruit. You know, sometimes yeah. maybe we'll juice some pomegranate and throw some pomegranate juice in there. But it, mm -hmm. it's just a nice, sometimes we want a little bubbly, but we don't like buying, uh, you know, of course we don't drink soda. Yeah. But there's a lot of spritzers out there or um, sparkling waters that have natural flavors and artificial flavors. And you can, we don't drink that kind of stuff and you can really taste it. Now, of course, I still say that's got to be a bit better than soda, but there's one brand of spritzer out there that we found that is just fruit juice, and that's the company is called Spindrift. So, so the, the Spindrift is a really good uh, brand because 
if you have the lime spritzer, it's just lime juice and carbonated water. So, but this way is just a bit more efficient and we like to bring it with us camping. And of course we feel kind of bougie, like making up some drinks, you know, at camping or whatever. So, but that's what that is. All right, so I'm releasing the air. This was blended under vacuum, which this, man, if you guys don't know about blending under vacuum, Lissa actually has a video with John Kohler and they, uh, you know, we filmed it here. For later. <laughs> it's an incredible difference uh, when you start blending under vacuum. It really is. Sweet. So I've got some cucumbers here that we'll put on our burgers and Nate is going to get that sauce into the squeeze bottle because it's so nice to have it in a squeeze bottle. It really is. Okay. I'm going to cut this tomato. So we have tomato for our burger. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. You know, we just learned that uh, one of our restaurants, our local restaurants, just a couple blocks away from our house called Veg Nation, all vegan. They had a couple of raw options. They had to close down. Yeah. So sad. And then we were taking a trip to Oregon to visit my sons and do the corn maze, just kind of hang out a bit. That's hot. We <laughs> <laughs> like it spicy. And three of our favorite restaurants up there are closed. Uh, Milan, which is all vegan. They had raw options, closed down. NW Raw, it was all raw. They actually moved to Bend, Oregon. And then there's another place that's kind of like a Chipotle. It's called uh, Mucho Gusto. I know there's one in Eugene, Oregon. They closed down and they made a nice raw salad for us. So it's so sad to see so many places close down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's why we make most of the stuff on our tailgate when we go on a road trip. All right. That's good there. All right. Looking and good. next up, we are going to make the lettuce bun. So I've got everything chopped here for our burger. That's spicy. Mm -hmm. That is, that's going to be really nice though. Yes. All the other flavors. Totally. And the hydration, the yeah. mix and everything. All right. I'm okay. going to bring them in close. Okay. So they can bring them on in close. Come on in here, guys. Check this out. All right. Let's get it right in here. This is how we like to do the lettuce. Now I learned this cool trick uh, from a friend of mine. They just slam it on the counter, but this one here to get this uh, bottom off the, the stem, but this one isn't protruding too much, but I'm going to try anyways. Just give it a, a pound and then you can just grab this. Yeah, it didn't work out as well. It's nice when they're sticking out a little bit better, but you can just grab that and pull that right out. Now, of course, other thing we don't really like is, you know, the rusting of the lettuce. So I like to peel off the rust sections. I want it looking pretty. It's always the worst when you go out to a restaurant and you get a salad and they, they haven't really like made it look nice for you. <laughs> now, there it is. We're just we've got a couple little pieces here, maybe. See, I just like to go up and just kind of, you know, clean up some of those spots. Okay, that's looking pretty good. So the next thing we're going to do is we're just going to flip this over. Now, I don't really think it matters which way you cut it. We're just going to cut this right in half. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, well, we're going to quarter it. We're going to cut it in half again the other way. So we've got our quarters. So there we are ready to go. So what we're going to do is we're going to take this whole chunk. And here you can just grab as many layers as you like. I like a lot of layers. And of course, sometimes it just comes apart perfectly the way that you want it to. Sometimes it may not, but 
that's a nice big thick chunk. There's a little rust in here. I don't like the look of that. Look at that. I just don't really like that. So I'm going to pull that out of there. And that's a pretty big chunk. And then what we'll do with the red, the remainder is we will make a little side salad. We've got the dressing already ready, so we can have a little side salad with the remainder. But that essentially is one half of a bun, or you know what we like to you know call the bun. <laughs> huh. All right. So there we go. Those two, that's a little messy. You know, sometimes not all heads of lettuce are created equal. Some are a little thinner. This one here, yeah, I don't know. It's That's pretty thin. Let's see if we can maybe get, I don't know, get another piece in there or something right there maybe. But essentially that's how we like to do the lettuce buns, right? And then, you know, of course we have all of this left over to make a salad with. I like iceberg lettuce and it's actually, quite a bit of nutrition in iceberg lettuce. It kind of gets a bad rap, but there's actually a fair amount of nutrient in iceberg. So there we go. We've got our, our buns laid out just like so. I'll pull these aside here. So we're going to get filling. Nate, you want to make yours first? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> All right, so this is where it just is personal preference. Check out this cool bottle though. I just have to show you guys this. This has a lid. Right, pops on, but it has this cool little hole over here so you can kind of put the lid to the side. I love that. So I'm gonna put a little sauce in here on each side. We're gonna sauce it up more, of course. Now what's cool is you can do this however you want. That's what's fun about making tacos and burgers or, or even a salad is you can decorate it however you like. All right, we're gonna throw some onions in here. I like that, throw in some, ooh, Big, big pickle. <laughs> Throw in those pickles. Maybe over here we'll do some some ribboned cucumber. Mm -hmm. This is going to be so hydrating and delicious. Maybe some more sauce. Got to be messy, right? I think it was Carl's Jr. I used to work at Carl's Jr. out of high school, and they had that commercial. It's like if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. <laughs> so it's going to be messy. I'm going to do two tomatoes and. You can do two burgers or I'm gonna do, one burger. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do two burgers as well. Ooh, Look at that. Yeah. So that okay. essentially is the is the burger. Now we're gonna put the top on. Now sometimes what I like to do is I like to take and even take a piece of the top if you can and put it around the backside because it kind of catches <laughs> some of the uh, the drizzles. And of course, you know, we could cut this in half, which it always looks amazing when you cut it in half. So let's do that. Oh, yes. Let's cut it in half. You have to kind of have a sharp knife and go slow. Yeah. To make sure that you don't make a mess. <laughs> okay. Here we go. The big reveal. Big reveal. It always looks so nice to be able to see inside. Now, of course, another cool thing you could throw in burgers. I love to have avocado in it. We don't have any avocado sorted. Mm -hmm. Avocado loose ones, but... Isn't that amazing? Yes. Your oh. food always looks amazing. <laughs> Aww, thank you. Thank Jeffy. you. That means a lot coming from you. Yes. Oh thank my you. gosh. Oh, Nate, there was a question. Do you know what causes that rust? Is it mold? No, it's not mold. It's actually, I think it's oxidation. It could be oxidation. It could also be like a mineral deficiency within their soil too. Um, that's a really great question. And I wish that we could pull John Kohler over here. Yeah, because he would know. He'd give you the exact reason why that happens. But 
you know, from, from my past experiences having a garden, it's interesting. The leaves will show us like what it needs or what it's lacking. So it could be something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it could be some oxidation, but it's interesting because it's threaded in through the actual um, like fibers of the lettuce. So yeah. it, it seems like it's probably like deficient in a mineral or something. Mm -hmm. Definitely something to research. Something to research. Do you mind if I take a break? <laughs> I just want to take a bite real quick. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we had a really big workout at the gym today. So we're like, ooh, we get burgers on chef mm. We're so excited. We'll grab a plate. Okay. And then you can bring them in close and I'll do mine. Yeah. Lisa, if you were going to put it in a wrap, like would you crumble the burger up? Um, no. Actually, you could. You could. But we like to put three. Like, because you know, when you're filling the wrap, um, actually, yes, yeah. grab a wrap here. Just this is one of the wraps. Mm -hmm. So, what we like to do is we like to put the filling in kind of like the middle portion because we, we fold up the sides. So, when we do the wrap, I like to go one, two, let me get you guys in here a little closer, three. So, that's kind of how I would do that and then the sides go up like this yeah to put it in so you're getting three patties per wrap which is very wow that's a lot and that's what's kind of cool too when you form them yourself you could form them but we like to form them if they're going to go into the wrap we like to form them in a uh, kind of like a rectangle yes yeah or you could make them square square in the book i actually recommend making them square like three inch square because that way they fill the whole area mm -hmm. really nicely Mm. Okay. so okay here we go my turn oh man so this one is kind of like i know all over the place <laughs> but that's okay that works and we forgot i just realized oh the microgreens oh cool i'll toss some more in mine too okay. so we don't have any microgreens on the shelf right now because we are taking a trip so we kind of um scheduled it out to where we wouldn't have anything growing when we're gone and we didn't want to bring anything so we just bought some at the store we got these from whole foods yeah so i will put sauce down first it was nice too because they just stocked those microgreens you want to be careful like sometimes sometimes you get them in there you yeah. bring them home and you're maybe you're going to use them tomorrow and by tomorrow maybe they're not any good anymore so i'll put some microgreens in there then let's see this is where it's fun because you like nate said you can just put whatever you want so i'm gonna do some cucumbers you could do a uh, ribboned carrot you could do yeah shredded um, beets shredded beets you could put radishes in there Anything all you, kinds of yums you want sometimes we actually make some cashew cheese we'll throw some cashew cheese in there on the burger i like uh, a lot of onions I left you. I left you. I thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, I used to not like as much onion as Lissa, but how as I've been eating more and more, just little bits at a time, I actually, can I can actually stand having a lot more onions than I used to be able to, and that's because I've grown the microbiome mm -hmm. to be able to handle that. Many. So I'll put a little sauce on here. Yeah, light with that sauce. Yeah, that sauce is. So I'm gonna do two burgers as well because I'm hungry. Which and which microbiome testing did you guys use? Which company? We use Ombre Lab, and then once we get the test results back, we download the data 
and we upload it to Biome's Biome site and because it, it's a little more accurate. It gives you a really nice breakdown. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's just nice to see improvements or what you need to, like sunchokes are one of the things, that, look at this burger. Yeah. Sunchokes is one of the things that uh, we needed to eat more of. It looked like it was falling backwards. Mm. Isn't that gorgeous? Beautiful one. I mean, come on. So here, let me get this cut. How are you going to get your mouth over that? I was just going to say, people always say, like, how are you going to fit that in your mouth? But you know what a burger is. You just kind of like squish it and you, just, <laughs> you get messy with it. Now, of course, it's interesting because we were at the restaurant the other day. We went out to this place called True Food Kitchen here in Vegas. And they actually have some really good raw options. Not very many, but at least a couple. And it's just kind of nice to go out. We don't go out very often. And the guy sitting next to us had a burger. They had a nice vegan burger and he got that vegan burger and he was eating it with a knife and a fork. And I thought that was so interesting to see. I was like, well, maybe he's from the UK. It's like I, Seinfeld. Yeah, we just watched the Seinfeld where somebody was eating a Snickers with a knife and fork. And that was like the whole episode is funny. But there we go. Look at that. That's Beautiful. the burger. So that's how we make these amazing burgers. Ooh. And all the recipes are in the burger book. Um, Look at those avocado fries. Ooh. Yeah, and, and that bun is actually a portobello mushroom that we marinated and dehydrated slightly. And then we put the sesame seeds on top to make to give it that bun oh, look. But it's just a mushroom. That was a really, <laughs> really good burger. And why don't you just open a restaurant and I'll eat well, there every day? We, we just told you. <laughs> these restaurants don't stay in business. I know, I know but maybe, maybe if it was you guys, it would. <laughs> hey, did you guys ever do like 23 and me too? Or do you just do, do you do any of that in addition to your microbiome? Yeah, I don't know what, what genetic is testing, like oh. to see your background. Oh. No, we have it. I, I would like to. It would be interesting to learn. Yeah, that'd be cool to see more about that. Now, Lisa, though, she has this like creator side, a recipe creator side in her blood because <laughs> was it your grandma? Yeah, my grandmother and my mother are both recipe creators. My grandma in the 70s and early 80s used to have a local cooking show on the local TV. And my mom, when she was younger, was on there as well. And I even, I remember watching an episode when I was really little, I don't know where those tapes are anymore, but they had me like on the counter in like a baby seat. I was like one. <laughs> so I was on there on their cooking show. So it is like in the blood. I just like super creative with yeah. it. But. What's so cool though is when, you, cause I don't feel like I'm that creative in the kitchen. I never really have. I can throw some stuff together. I know how to read a recipe and put, you know, follow the directions. And that's what was so amazing about getting her, her book back before she even knew me. I got her meal plan volume one and it was like blown away because I wanted to eat raw and I just followed the recipe. But it's it's really like it is a gift in a lot of ways knowing what to put together. But as you start to create more things like now I can come in the kitchen and I can whoop up something just off the cuff and it's really good because I have the fundamental mm -hmm. principles really just kind of burned in there on how to make say like a good sauce or understanding how to make you know like if we're doing a burger patty or something like that but recipe creators like oh. this woman here and <laughs> another recipe creators out there bless you guys because it's it makes it really fun for someone who doesn't necessarily create recipes to come in and just blow people's socks off because people would think oh my gosh you're a chef and I'm like no I'm not a chef I just know how to read line by line okay next thing is marjoram <laughs> marjoram <laughs> oh boy 
Well, these look amazing. You guys are so fun to watch and food. Thank you. When can we taste it? I wish. No, so seriously, though, (laughs) we talked about this. I'm like, we have to come see you, Chef AJ. We need to come. Well, I have a dehydrator. I don't have a freeze dryer, but I have. And Nate, when are we going to see your Ninja Creamy book? That's coming. It's coming. That's coming. It's coming. This summer. So this is our last trip going to Oregon. Then it's like nose to the grindstone. I'm sitting my rear down and getting her done. Because it's been a really packed summer, like busier than we really like. We were like, okay, we need to take note and not be this busy next summer. This was like, it was fun, a great summer, but man, we did like way too many things, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was too bad. That's coming though. Yeah, you got a dehydrator, so it's perfect, you know, and we'll be able to make all kinds of stuff and we don't necessarily have to do anything dehydrated, but it is fun. But we'll bring wraps. We'll bring wraps. Oh, I'll make them. You know, I got out of the habit when I went away to True North for two weeks, I stopped making them and now I'm don't have any how many can you fit in the dehydrator at once because somebody gave me six more trays and now I have 10 yeah 10 things so I find this is just from like making we've made now over 300 wraps since the release of the book and we found that the best amount to go into the dehydrator is half the trays so if you have a nine tray dehydrator four trays is perfect. It dries perfectly. There's no real issues, but if you pack it and we've done this multiple times where we pack it eight trays and they take almost double the amount of time to dry. It's not worth it then. So we should just make a double recipe. You make four and then you keep doing it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's the way to go. That's the best way to do it. I want to show you. So this now I've flown with these. I didn't fly with the actual tray. Um, I, I didn't have that, but I put these in my check-on suitcase and I had, I think like a dozen of them and they're just separated with parchment paper. We keep the bag open, right? But I flew with these. I made fresh racks on my trip. So this is a really incredible because if you prep, you could fly around the world with some fresh wraps. That's interesting to me that you keep the bag open. I didn't know that because I've always sealed my Ziploc bag when I make the wraps. Yeah. So the reason we keep it open is to prevent excessive amounts of condensation. Because there's a slight bit still in the wrap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it kind of helps it breathe. Yeah. So Uh, it doesn't go moldy as fast or it doesn't get too soft too fast. Uh, but yeah, just letting them have a little bit of airflow works really nice. I know this is a burger uh, class, but here's one of the wraps. Now, <laughs> so when I did take that trip, I actually had, I think I had six whole wraps ready to go in paper. And they pulled me aside through the TSA checkout because they're like, what's going on with this guy and all these things? And I was like, yo, it's just food. They're just my wraps. Oh my but God. look at that, right? They're just ready to go. Grab and go. This is the V8 wrap. And again, the recipes are in our store links in the description box. These things are changing the game. Now, this one here is, let's see, we made it on Saturday. So, you know, Sunday would be the first day. Monday, here we are, Tuesday. It's the third day. It has to be eaten today. This is going to have to be eaten today. So it doesn't look as pretty. Like if I cut it, it would probably look a little bit prettier. But look at that beautiful wrap. It's still delicious. It's nice. We got that falafel patty in there, a little drizzle. Such a great God, you guys have such a wonderful eating life. It's incredible. Hey, next next (laughs) month is November. So maybe you could do something uh Thanksgiving-ish. 
Yes. Yes. Lisa has it already dialed in. She's been brainstorming. Mm -hmm. Yep. We have an, a great idea to share um, because it's going to be a really special. Um, yeah, I've got a holiday menu volume two that's mm -hmm. going to be released. And hopefully it'll be ready before our show so people will be able to buy it. Uh, it's just a quick like eight recipe feast. Mm -hmm. So if you follow it step by step and I have a timestamp, so it's like 8 a.m. do this. 10 a.m. do this. And if you follow everything mm. word for word, you'll have a full eight course raw vegan meal Done. by 6 p.m. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. The way that she dials it in. It's amazing because you, you could be a total novice in the kitchen, not know what to do. If you follow it line by line. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, I have food in my mouth. Well, that, that's what's so great about your wrap book because you you have it. I personally love that you have the uh, ounces or grams because I have a food scale. Because if people really follow your wrap recipes exactly, they're pretty much foolproof. Mm -hmm. exactly. exactly. And if anyone has any like issues, the top two reasons why they fail is number one, they didn't weigh the ingredients properly. And number two, they blended the psyllium, the chia in too much or too soon. Yeah. And I have it listed, like you said, in the instructions, Man. it's word for word. It's it's interesting. Like back when I used to play around in the kitchen, I, I was into making cookies, you know, make cookies for the family. I loved baking cookies and of course, hot cookies right out of the oven. And there was a, there was a couple of times before I started like really getting into baking, I made there's the wet ingredients and the dry ingredients and you have to do those separate and if you try to just do it all in one bowl the cookies just don't turn out and yeah. it's the same with the wrap it's almost like there's the wet ingredient and there's the dry ingredient mm -hmm. and you have there's that certain time to add that dry ingredient in which is after everything's blended then you toss in a little bit of that you know the, the psyllium and the chia and it's good pulse to go. it three seconds and you're good to go yeah because <laughs> if it's pulsed too much something happens yeah it just gels up and it can separate and it yeah. can cause issues. But yeah, if people follow it. If people follow the directions and it's been really just such a joy to watch other people make these oh, and have right. them, you know, post them and tag. So they, and they, they, they're, it's, they're working and <laughs> they're working. So it's really, really amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's just like any other wrap. It's yeah. uh it's like a thin kind of like a pita bread, almost texture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really amazing. <laughs> nice well thank you guys it's always fun watching you together watching you cook and even watching you eat nate <laughs> <laughs> i'm so hungry i'm like so hungry oh my god okay well enjoy thanks guys i can't wait to see you next month thank you thanks guys of course and thanks all of you thanks all of you for watching another episode of chef aj live please come back at 11 a.m tomorrow for anna o'neill from the jenna and friends animal sanctuary we're going to meet a bunch of pigs Do you guys like piggies Oh, man. So they are they're the cutest. I don't get how people eat them. I mean, even if they eat meat, like I don't, pigs are like, they're like dogs to me. Well, and it's crazy too. Like they're the closest to us in a lot of ways. They're, they're yeah, their they're amino people. acid chain of their protein is like very similar to human beings. And that's so. why we have like, if you're getting like a valve transplant, you know, kind of thing, they use pig valves. Oh, man, I don't or, like that they do that, but I, but yeah, I just, pigs are just, they're so funny. Oh, they're <laughs> so cute. I love them. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're not as soft as a dog. I feel like that maybe that's what got them is they don't have the same kind of, I don't know, like why, how did it happen that way? So yeah. interesting. There's no furry pigs. No. Yeah. <laughs> And if they are, it's that wiry because we've yeah, got yeah. my, uh, you know, yeah, my yeah. family. But of course, they have dogs. I forget the name of the breed that are almost like a pig, you know, with no hair or very bristly uh, hair. I forget what they're hairless dogs.
<laughs> oh, the hairless ones, yeah. right? Dogs. Yeah, you're right. Okay, guys, take care. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Hope to see you tomorrow.